Hello, and welcome to the Moncast, where we compare Pokemon and Digimon. I'm Stevie, and as always, I'm joined by Quinn and May. Hi! I'm still marveling at the episode title for the Pokemon episode this week, honestly. It's a real good title. The current score is 7-1 to Pokemon. Nope, that's not right. The current score is 7-1 to Digimon. That's better. And this time, we'll be discussing the ninth episodes, Taming of the Shroomish, and Not As Seen on TV. We recommend watching the episodes before you listen any further, but you do you. And a big thank you to our fantastic patrons for supporting the show. If you want to join them, you'll gain early access to the uncut versions a week ahead of the edited versions. So let's start off with Taming of the Shroomish. Is it just me or are the Pokemon episode titles like one not only the best thing about Pokemon but substantially better than the episode titles that we have for Digimon Tamers like every week? Yeah, Tamers just seems to have really long titles with references to you know, either Shakespeare or Lovecraft. And neither of them are that great. And, and not puns either. I do like episode title puns. Like I, th- I think we've got. I feel like we've got one coming up with like. Is the Ice Morn come with like an episode of um Tamers? That's. I'm pretty sure that's the one where Rookie almost dies. Yeah, which is a creepy episode. But I'm so into it. Yeah. It is the next episode. Yeah, but I feel like except for that, we haven't really had any episode titles that any great titles. Yeah, like, I love these silly little puns. I love when they're just, I, I love when they're not just, like, they're not just references. There's another layer of, like, it's a reference to the Digimon that shows up, or it's a reference to something that's happening in the, like, not a scene on TV, I, I get it, but it's not, like, it's not Taming of the Shroomish. Right, and that works for any episode of Digimon. And also, I mean, I guess it's something that doesn't really stand the test of time. Do, do we even see, um, as seen on TV sort of things? labels on things anymore. I know I did for like a couple of years, but it was never really a big thing in Australia. I don't know, I mean, dead, I just don't watch like television anymore, I've watched everything streaming now. Yep, and no one willingly watches an infomercial. Anyway, this episode made me real mad when uh, it did not in fact have a shroomish get tamed, because Ash just said don't try to capture that. They befriended the shroomish. I mean, sure, I just don't understand why... Why wouldn't you try to capture it? Why did Ash say don't try to capture it? Because Max is underage, and apparently there are laws against underage Pokemon capturing. Maybe it's because they want to Team Rocket them, because Team Rocket seem to tame Pokemon and want to befriend them more. Maybe Ash just doesn't want Max to be successful, because that would show him up. Also, and it's been a while since I played a Pokemon game, but I feel like I've beaten up a lot of six-year-olds in those games. Oh yeah, there's like preschoolers. Yeah. Max is not allowed a shroomish. I, I think I think ten is like you're able to participate in the league. I mean, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and leave home by yourself. Or like maybe you get a like maybe you get a Pokedex, but they they teach things about catching Pokemon in the games in schools, and they're like they're like under ten. Like I'm pretty sure youngsters and preschoolers are both under ten. I'm just saying, Max can have a Pokemon if he wants to. He should be able to have a Pokemon. He, I just guess he can't participate in the league like battles. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. I'm just saying Ash is is being a. Pikachu. 
too. Yeah, but that's not that's normal. That's true. I'm I'm, I'm very most certainly looking into this episode too much, but maybe it's because Ash doesn't want anybody else to get to catch Pokemon. He doesn't want anybody else to be a hero. No, but yeah, he he, wants, he goes from wants to be a master to be, be a hero. Like, come on, dude, set your expectations a little bit lower. Let's put it this way. Ash moved to a gender-neutral term. Ash has started transitioning now. Interesting. Maybe instead of being a master, Ash can be a mattress. Or maybe he can be a mistress. Yeah. <laughs> a mattress. Mm-hmm. That one caught me off guard. Well, she had a comfy place to fall. Ooh. So this episode, this episode sure is a thing. It's an episode. It is. I'm I'm confused about how they've arrived at a city that's called town. Yeah, they always did just call it this town, didn't they? Well, to bring up the Powerpuff Girls, it was always like the city of Townsville. It would just always made me laugh, and it just got funnier. But this episode, this episode of Pokemon, which we are not derailing. I don't think I like Shroomish as a Pokemon. I just don't like it. It just feels like I don't. I just don't like. It, it makes me feel unusual. It makes me. I don't like. I don't think I like the design. I don't like. And maybe I just don't like grass types. But there's a few grass types I do like, and there's just this one who are just like I don't know. I just don't like Shroomish. No. Also, is this is this town even in the game? It was called Rinshin Town. No, it is only in the anime and. I'm really thankful to Bulbapedia for only having angry photos of Shroomish because it's, it's, it's just them, they're so angry. Them angry boys. Shroomish does get a blue bow and that's how you know it's a boy. Yeah. It's a white bow. Oh, fair. It looks more blue to me, but fair. That means Shroomish is non-binary. Here for it. White could be non-binary. I, no, I think white would be agender because it's just blank. Yeah, so still non-binary. That's true. Yeah, I, I like the fact that the Shroomish were really angry in this episode. Like, that's all they were. Also, I like that the guy who owns this mansion apparently has never gone inside to find out that there's a Pikachu. load of Pokemon living inside it. The Shroomish were very well hidden. That's just called, like, people who have, like, investment properties. Like, yes, I own a house. I don't use it for anything. But it's there, so I can sell it for three million in a year. Ha 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 ha. Yeah, that's true. If you own more than, like, two or three properties, you're a piece of Pikachu! I'm sorry to say, if you make money from people, from getting people to live in a house, you're a piece of Pikachu! That's what my dad does for a living, and you're not wrong. Like, we pay, like, 30 grand a year to someone, and his job is just hoping that we continue living in his house. Houses are a million dollars, and they shouldn't be. I wish we lived in a socialist utopia. Yes, 100%. Like, imagine if you could still be rich, but nobody could be poor. Though I think that some people shouldn't be able to be rich. I think there should be a limit to richness. I don't really disagree, but I think we should talk about Pokemon. Yep, Pokemon, right. Anyway, whoever wh- whoever owns this mansion and didn't realize there are Pokemon in it is a piece of- Pikachu! Is what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah, I can never understand the world Pokemon is in, because you get- like, free healthcare, but, on, on, well, free vet care. I don't know what their human healthcare is like, but also you pay, like, a million dollars for a bike. Game round quickly is expensive, apparently. I mean, that's true in real life, too, but I'm still mad about it. Imagine if Ash and Cove did have bikes, though, and this became a cycling anime. Well, they keep on breaking them, so... That's true. They they Sometimes they have bikes, briefly. Ash hates bikes. There's my new headcanon. <laughs> Ash hates bikes. Uh... Pikachu hate bi- hates bikes. But I don't think Ash is that fond of them, because he never really gives them a bike, does he? No, like, Ash crashed the first bike, and I think the other one was electrocuted by Pikachu. Yeah, I guess I was thinking, I think both of them end up getting electrocuted, because Ash turns his first bike into, like, 
a motor to power up Pikachu or something? Pikachu! It doesn't make sense. No, because that was Misty's bike. Oh, that was Misty's bike. Okay, so Ash has committed bike aside at least three times. Yes. Sickle side? Bicycle. 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 Anyway. Why is there not an ice type called bicycle? Oh, don't give them ideas. That would be so good. It could have two heads. Yeah, do it. We come up with better Pokemon ideas than Game Freak themselves. It's true. Shroomish is honestly pretty lazy as a design. Yeah. It is a mushroom. And, like, it doesn't even particularly resemble a mushroom. No, it looks more like a, a shrub. It's like a seed. Yeah, or maybe a moss. No, but this is literally upside-down Skiploom with a slight colour swap. But it is Skiploom. You're not wrong. Some of them blend together in my head. Why do people say that Pokemon designs are un- unimaginative now when they've always been unimaginative? What if we made a rat yellow is not super imaginative? What if we made a Pokeball? What if we made a pile of muck? What if we made a snake? What if we made a tree? I, li- I like Sword of Wado, but I always forget that he's a rock type. What if we made a turtle? <laughs> but the shroomish, they go shroom. And I think that's enough to save them. I like the episode title. Yeah. Oh yeah, I don't hate Shroomish, it's just not a great design. I liked the Shroomish. I think I might have just liked them more because it was nice to see Max interact with Pokemon. That's fair. Because we've not seen that. And I, I want Max to do things and not just be there to be Brock's underling. Max wasn't terrible today. He was pretty good. But May got relegated to being the girl, so that was kind of lame. Whoa, I thought May was awesome. No. She, did, didn't she want to do shopping? It's, it's been a couple of weeks, but I'm pretty sure she... Yeah. She did at first, which is fine, because that's like, who cares? It's the same thing as Mimi. So, yeah, whatever. I'm, I'm just saying that Mimi like Mimi shows up and she is, you know, feminine. When May shows up, she says, I just want an adventure. She didn't say, I just want to shop. She just wanted an adventure. It just feels like a betrayal of her character that the show originally set up for us. She, you can be excited about clothes and also adventure. Yeah, but that's not being her character. I was saying, like, apart from May just being Mimi, like, when we hear about the haunted house, Brock's all, like, just dead set against it, and May's the one that she's like, wow, that sounds awesome, I want to go straight into it and see what's going on. And she was just, like, completely unfazed. Like, that's cool. Also, I feel like Brock has never had a problem with ghosts before. No. I don't know why that was the thing. Well, someone had to be. Maya also did the thing where she sent out Torchic and told it to do an attack, and there was no hesitation, and it worked first try. Hey, that is progress. Okay. She still annoys me. She just feels like she's not a character. She did the Pokemon trainer thing. Yeah, but she'll never do it again. Or if she does, it'll be very, like, few and far between. Next episode, she's going to forget again. I just like that she got to drag Brock around while Brock was being a wuss. Because that's just a good reverse of normal gender dynamics. That's fair. I still don't know why Brock's here when we already have Max and May being char- being new characters. I don't know why they brought back Brock back. No one needed Brock. To be fair, Brock didn't see a woman this whole episode, so he was fine. He just saw go 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 goes. Yeah. He was fun as well. Honestly, I, I quite liked that they split up Ash and Co into two groups because then we got just more interesting conversations between them. Instead of it just being, Ash does a fight and everyone else commentates. It was a good change of pace. Like, it's still filler, but it was fun. I I still wish that Ash had at least caught a Pokemon. But the Shroomish want to live free in the forest. I mean, I guess, but 
There's no particular reason one of them couldn't have wanted mm-hmm. to go. The one with the ribbon could have been Max's. I mean, I'm okay with it if, like, Max comes back in a later season and catches that shroomish. That would be cute. Or, like, remembers it. Yeah, no. That will never, ever happen. I honestly could see Pokemon just pulling that. Because it's strange how it just drags back some filler characters every once in a while. That's fair. What's his name with the camera? Todd Snap. We've also had Casey come back as well. And I think some of them just show up in the league. Has Tracy ever come back? Um, I hope not. Who's the one that's like the Ash clone? I feel like he's come back a few times. Richie. Oh, yeah, yeah. Richie has been around and been better than Ash at everything every single time. Speaking of better than Ash, where's Gary? I don't know, but I miss him. Mm-hmm. Gary is the best. He is. Maybe that's why he stopped being in Pokemon, because he was just too good for it. I thought Gary at some point became, like, a Pokemon professor, sort of. Like, he decided that that was the path he wanted to take. Now I'm just wondering what a game would be like if you became a Pokemon professor and that was the game where you, like, study Pokemon and send kids out on assignments. I don't know why that they just sort of... They want to give Ash a rival, but then they don't. Sorry, I, I just... I want a Fire Emblem game where you play as Pokemon Professor and send out Pokemon trainers into battles and stuff. I'd be down for that. So that'd be, that'd be more of a Pokemon game. I would like that. Just Pokemon Tactics. There is a Pokemon Tactics game. It's called Conquest, which I kind of just skipped. <laughs> I mean, it's not a great game, but Pokemon Tactics totally exists. It's not Three Houses But Pokemon, which is what I want. Oh, yeah, I totally want Three Houses But Pokemon. <gasps> no, it should be like. 19 houses because of all the Pokemon types. And also, you, 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 if you're going to be the Pokemon professor, you should not be allowed to romance any of your students, because Jesus. I should probably go back to Three Houses and get past Chapter 2 at some point. Yeah, it's really, really good. I mean, I think we can agree that the best spin-off one was uh, Pokemon Typing Adventure. Oh yeah, of course. Though actually, it's Art Academy. Art Academy's pretty good. I mean, Mystery Dungeon, though. Well, yeah, well, no, no, I'm not saying real answers only. Sorry, Pokemon, Pokemon Picross. Oh, look, Picross is pretty good, like, or, um, I like the Ranger series, because the Ranger series actually had you be a different type of uh, person in the Pokemon world. It's not just, oh, look, it's a trainer again. It's, oh, look, it's a, it's a Ranger, which also appear on the show. They're quite important in, like, the films that have Manaphy in, aren't they? Speaking of films, support our Patreon so you can talk about them. I'm sure, have they released, like, three Ranger games, I think? They should release more. I think there was two. I think they were more like a, a Gen 4 thing with the DS, and they kind of stopped at the 3DS. Yeah, I don't think there was one on the 3DS. I think there was only, it was DS only, and Rumble on the 3DS. Did Detective Pikachu ever get translated? Uh, yeah, I think so. It came out on the, uh, on the DS. On the 3DS. Apparently the plot is just a worse version of the movie, which I'm, I apparently it's not very good. Like, I love the movie, but apparently the game's just not very good. Yeah, it's just really stale and pretty easy and hand-holdy. Wow. That's too bad. It could have been a good idea. Oh, I want Pokemon Professor Layton. I would like a prof- Pokemon Professor Layton. Mm-hmm. I think that tangent was better, because it was Pokemon-related. Oh yeah, it was That's definitely Pokemon-related. So we're improving. But yeah, I don't really have that much else to mention in this, apart from... We need to go into Team Rocket doing building work as an odd job. Look, Team Rocket are, the, are like the bright star of every episode. They're the best. <laughs> I just love them. Every every time they show up, I'm just like, yes, the bad guys. Finally some character that I can get behind. Right. Uh, that and, and 
Just Team Rocket having a second job. Yeah, I think Team Rocket just go around doing odd jobs, and that's how they raise their funds. Yeah, because they need money. For avocado toast. They get their equipment insured now, apparently. Well, that's a good idea. Is it insured against attempted theft of electric mice? Yeah, I feel like they're going to get investigated for insurance fraud one of these days. Absolutely. I mean, Team Rocket is so good, though, that they can do something stupid like pull down the window when the stunts bar outside, and I'll forgive them. That's fair. It's just... Why did they put down the windows? They had it. Because they wanted to breathe. They were winning. Actually, it would have been pretty funny if they'd gotten hypoxia. Maybe they don't want to win. They, they're doing this job because it's their job, but they really don't want to steal Pokemon, and that's why they're so bad at it. That would be good. That would be a lot more character development than Pokemon will ever have. Oh, 100%. That would never happen, but could you imagine? Jesse being worried about getting too butch is a whole mood. Wasn't there, like, a Team Rocket person called Butch? Um, yeah, there's Cassidy and Butch. Or Butch and- sorry, Butch and Cassidy. Why did I say it the other way around? I don't know how they made somebody called Butch more flamboyant than James. I think it's meant to be ironic. He has green hair, doesn't he? Why are they giving them such bogan names? I'm Butch. <laughs> there we go, that's my Butch impression. Team Rocket also reminded me that Team Macro and Team Magma exist. Because he said, who else are you expecting? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe the other two teams that haven't made another appearance. That's true, I had kind of forgotten about them. I hadn't. They're like part of the plot of the Hoenn games. I never played these games. They've barely appeared in the show yet. Which is weird. We've seen Team Magma once. And I think, weren't they incorrectly called Team Aqua or something? I think so, yeah. But I can't remember, I don't know if that was a mistake, or if that was actually just a reference to the fact that there's another team. I can't tell. I, yeah, I have no idea. I think it was just confusing. I think they didn't know what they were doing. Much like Team Rocket. I think I'm out of things to say about this episode. It was fine. Yeah. I like the episode title. Yeah. That was absolutely the best part of the episode. The episode title's like, yeah. I like that Pokemon has this whole save the trees thing that keeps coming up. That's fair. Especially when the trees are made of rock. It's an interesting trend. But I feel like it keeps on coming up in like, if, if, as in they only have like three ideas and they've put them in the hat and then every episode they just pull one of the ideas out of the hat. Being environmentally conscious is a good thing. Go to a town, something moderately spooky happens but turns out to be Pokemon. Yeah, god, those workers are just terrible at, at identifying Pokemon. They just didn't think to look down whenever they were struggling to breathe. Look down, there's a bunch of mushroomish things right there. Mushroomish. They say their names. No, they say shrew. Shrew! Apart from the one that Max meets that goes shrew. Oh, that's the problem. Uh, the, the construction workers just thought it was a shrew because that's the name they said. Help, this shrew is stopping me breathing. Mm -hmm. Makes perfect sense. So yeah, th this was absolutely a filler episode. Overall, I, I enjoyed seeing May and Max get to do a bit more because they got separated with Ash and Brock. Yeah, it's weird that you have to separate these two characters in order to get them to do anything interesting. Yeah, well, it's almost like that when they're together, they're, they only are one character when they're together. It's whenever they're all together, it becomes Ash and Co. But as soon as you split people away from Ash, they get to actually do things. And that's why Ash, as well as Brock, should not be in this show. I'm, I'm still on the fence with Brock being back. I hate it. I, I like that he's getting to use Foratrus a bit and stuff like that. It's fair. Like, so far he has not been terrible, but we did not need him. Yeah. We didn't need Ash either, though. No. No, we don't. I mean, I think 
if we had just May and Max going along, it would be quite frustrating to watch, just because they'd argue all the time. Unless they'd make them actually good characters, which they might if it wasn't with Ash. Yeah, like, you, you could just make them better. If Pokemon could just make the characters better, we wouldn't have a problem with Ash and Brock. I mean, fair. I mean, I, I don't, don't like reusing this, the exact same characters the exact same way and having a continuing story about the character who's already got a level 100 and still struggles. As long as we get something about Brock wanting to be a Pokemon breeder, like him actually learning something to do with Pokemon breeding, I will be happy with him having returned. No, because char- characters don't age and they don't progress in this show. Well, so Brock is kind of the best at everything, except for... You know, finding a girlfriend, because he's just a great cook, and he knows where to go all the time, and he's good at all the things, and other than the part where he's a massive creep, because he's basically Harvey Weinstein, uh, you know, everybody loves him. He does cook good food. At least, that's what they tell us. We can't taste the screen. That's true. Also, I love that Pokemon food is just one type of food that is good for all Pokemon. Oh yeah, little dog treats. It's like it's like dog food. Except there's only one type of it. Yeah, like there's not there's not animal food that is good for both cats, dogs, and mice. And also plants. Sentient plants that are being dehomed. Anyway, uh, so Digimon. Let's move on to not as seen on TV. <laughs> we won't be seen on TV because this is a podcast. Ha 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 funny joke. When has this become a video podcast? When all of us are content in our appearances. Well, I'm never going to be content in my appearance because I'm short. There you go. Well, we're all happy to be on camera while we record, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I'd be down for that, but uh... I mean, I move in November, so I would have a private space. We would also all need to have good enough internet to maintain it. Oh, mine's good enough now, which is good. Well, maybe in November. But that would, that would require more editing for YouTube. Or just use OBS. And also, YouTube is terrible. Yeah. We still upload there, just because it's automatic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I get it. It's just, let's let's keep in mind that YouTube is one of the worst things in the world. It's not great. But I mean, I, I still enjoy what I watch on there. They give me money. So we got one sentence into this episode of Digimon. I like Gargomon. That, that, those, are my, those are my thoughts. Gargomon wasn't in this episode. <laughs> I know, but he should have been. <laughs> I just wanted to get my thoughts that Gargamon should be in this episode because every episode should have a crazy little rabbit friend in. Gargamon is the big rabbit friend. You know what I liked about this episode? There wasn't fighting. There wasn't like, um... There was no fighting. It was great. It was just like wholesome digi-filler, but... I mean, I, I'm not only... It, was it filler? Because it actually did cover some things and it did sort of directly continue on from the last episode, so... Maybe it wasn't filler, but it was just really just wholesome Takato hanging out with his giant dragon dog. Mm-hmm. It, it did make me think of, like, it gave me Pete the Dragon vibes. And also, you can go to that shrine. Like, I've been to that shrine near Gilmon's house. I really want to go to that shrine. You can go to all these places, and it's just really, really nice, and... It's just a really wholesome episode, and there's no fighting. And how many episodes of Digimon can you say don't have any fighting? There should be a way more, because this is a pretty solid episode, and we, like, a fight would not have added anything to this. Yeah, I mean, all I can think of is, does that episode of, uh, of Tamers, where Kazu and Kenta's excellent adventure, where they hang out with the Babamon and Gigimon, was that one... Did that one have fighting in it? I can't remember. 
I don't know. Yeah, I don't remember offhand. Um, I mean, that episode wasn't as good as this one, but it was also, it's also kind of nice not to- No, I, th- I think, I think Babamon and Jujimon hit each other with brooms or something. Yeah, but I think that was more of a fun thing. It wasn't like a fight fight. It was like, that's just what they kind of do. Yeah, if you don't count that, there really wasn't any fighting. <laughs> it was a fun, abusive relationship. No, no, I, I didn't say abusive. It'd be like more like sparring. Like, it's like, if, if, if a couple, like, are both into martial arts or something, and they spar, and they're both okay with sparring. Like that's that's not abusive. They're it's just something that they do. They were pretty weird, admittedly, but I was into it. They were strange. That said, they should have become the partners because honestly, Kazu and Kento are gay anyway, and it would have been adorable. I love I love Gajamon, but it just feels weird. And he doesn't get it to evolve anyway. He just stays Gajamon, doesn't he? he? Doesn't evolve to Andromon again, does he? Yeah, no, never. So they're more like, well, he actually de-digivolves, he meets him as an Andromon, and then he lives as a Gardromon forever, and is a completely different character. So those Digimon, they didn't really need to have their own partner Digimon, they could have just been tag-along friend Digimon, like Impmon. I think they just kind of gave him Digimon partners to be like, this is why they are also in the digital world. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that was explicitly the reason they went to the digital world, and is also the reason they should not have been given partners. I mean, I did kind of like the the fact that they just sort of, it wasn't just our chosen children only, it was, hey, friends, do you want to come with me? Because Takato would bring his friends, he doesn't want to leave anyone out. I just wish they were not going for the express purpose of finding partners and then kind of being rewarded for that, like... They're, 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 They're rubbish, but... I, I like the fact that they came because Takato wouldn't let anyone be left out. Anyway, this episode, it was nice not to have a fighting episode. It was just Digimon existing. It was just fun. It's just, it's packed with montages of silly things and it's enjoyable. Yeah, well, and I love Takato trying various things. I kind of wish one of them worked because the weird rainbow thing doesn't make any sense. I like because Digimon is just magic anyway. I mean, sure. The way I took it was. The rainbow was just there for thematic reasons, but the actual answer was don't focus on it, because if you're trying to do something, you may not, you're you're sort of forcing it to happen, but if you just sort of let it happen naturally, the moment that you stop trying, it'll sort of just happen. Maybe? Uh, Like, with Leomon showing up on a rainbow, I don't know that that's true. It just means, guess who's gay? I mean, yeah. It's Growlmon. It's a lot of people, okay? It's everyone that's ever seen a rainbow. Yeah, I saw a rainbow once and I was like, guess I'm gay. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Straight people can't see rainbows. Huh? Yeah, so if you see a rainbow, guess what? You're at least a little bit gay. It's true. Aren't we all a little gay, really? I mean, I would say yes, but I think we can all agree that uh, the single best lines in this episode were A, that must be one ugly store for the weird camouflage paint, and then also, I'm sorry, Grauman, I can't afford oil-based paint. <laughs> That was amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. The best one was when Takato is vaguely sexist and his mum just shuts him down. When Takato asks why why girls are crazy and his mum just says their husbands make them that way. Yes, slay queen. But then the husband's like, no, women have a crazy gene. And... <laughs> that whole exchange is just funny. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure we can, like, the mum is just the best. She's great, and I wish she got a Digimon. I do like that the husband's only defense is, no, it's the other way around. Nuh-uh. That seems like such a 
a bloke thing to say, like, oh, no, but what about this, which is just a reversal of what you said, but worse. Yep. I mean, he basically just went rubber versus glue. I love I love Terrymon. Terrymon's great. Jury was great. I absolutely love Takato getting rejected by a puppet. But yeah, T- Takato getting rejected and Jury just not understanding his whole metaphor being entirely literal is just so good. She was just like, oh, puberty. Yep. And then dude got turned down by a puppet. I dislike the fact that Jerry then, like, she made the puppet talk one bit and then she still did the puppet voice but didn't make the puppet move in the next shot. Jerry's different. It disappointed me. Just be consistent. It's Digimon. You want it to be consistent? Or do you want the episodes to be okay? We could have both. I mean, no, no, I don't think we've... I don't think we can. We can. I don't think they will. Anyway, yes, Jury, Jury is great and I love her and I wish that she were the main character. I wish Rika and Jury were both the main characters. I wouldn't go that far. Takato's pretty great. Oh my god, Rika and Jury are such a good little couple. They're children. We don't have to pair them up all the time. I know, I'm just like, you know, they're like the six-year-olds who pretend to get married and it's adorable. But they're not, because Rika ain't into any of that monogamy bullshit. Pikachu! That's fair. You could still get get married to multiple people. And honestly, Rika's ace. Rika just owns everyone, though. Ooh, ooh. Rika just destroys everyone else in this episode. Just like, what are you doing, you children? She does. Oh my god. I love Takato just just asking Renamon, where do you hide for this? Why? I I do want to know if Renamon's teleporting, because that is pretty cool as she is. But just Rika being like, you got water-based paint? What losers? <laughs> just like, r- really? That That's the insult you're going with? That's the part that's wrong with this? <laughs> God, I love it. <laughs> Jerika, like, expert interior decorator or something. I mean, given her mom, probably. The sass on this one. God, Ricky's so good. Oh, uh, <laughs> I can't afford oil-based things. I think this is one of like the few episodes of Digimon which is actually just better in the dub. I feel like the dub just added, made this more of a comedy episode and the original one had this episode be more of a look at all these things. It was a little too serious with it, yeah. Like, it, it struck the balance right, where it was funny a lot of the time, but it still had this Growlmon looking upset in like every shot. Which is fair. That Terriermon just being a jerk. And it's it's so much snark, and I'm here for it. You can always move to Antarctica. I mean, everyone just sort of ignores him, so he does get a bit antsy. And if he did evolve, he would be antsy and pantsy. He's got pants now. Last line to mention is just the line where he's like, "Do you really need to wear a toupee?" <laughs> but it's on your chest. <laughs> I forgot that line, and that is pretty great. The toupee line. There's <laughs> just, and then you just hear two women laughing about it. They just like. But he wears it on his chest. That, I forgot about that. That was amazing. Such a good callback. The dub has so many great lines. I do think that the jokes are better in this series than they ever were in Zero Two. Yeah, the writers did a pretty solid job. They stepped it up. Let's step this up. Not a scene on Zero Two. Let's step this up. That is really the call out they're making this episode, actually. But yeah, Grauman is good. Takato is good. Henry is better than the last time Takato came to him for help. That's true, he actually gave help. And Rika's still just sort of like giving mixed signals. She really is. We're friends, but I still think you're both incompetent fools. I mean, those are 
both true statements. Yep. I can't believe you got water-based pain. He's not... Yeah, but he's something that he is is not... He's not smart. Well, and it's not like he, he bought water-based paint. The paint that he had was water-based. <laughs> Just the fact that Rico, like, I can't believe you didn't see this coming when you got water-based paint. Of course it was going to rain. Yeah, like, it's not like they could have reasonably known it was going to suddenly rain the second they finished. Also, the paintbrush tickling Grauman is great. Oh, that was fun. This whole episode is very whimsical. Oh, except for Impmon. Impmon just being a jackass. Not a big fan. Yeah, but it's establishing Impmon's character as just being sort of petty. Oh, yeah. Self-centered jerk, but it's fine. The kind of person who might murder one of your friends one day. Maybe. I mean, can anyone really murder Leomon when he's gonna die anyway? It's kind of just, like, accelerating the process. <laughs> It was kind of a mercy kill. Anyway, yeah, I think I, I think I'm out of things to say about this episode of Digimon. It was good. I think we just need to decide if this is filler. I'm personally saying it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is because it continues on from the previous episode, which is more than I can say about a lot of episodes. I feel like the establishment of Jury and Impmon's characters a little bit is good, and then also. Uh, like, the D-Digivolving is going to be a continuing problem for a bit until, I think, we get blue card evolutions. Uh, I don't think D-Digivolving's a, a, is a problem after this. I honestly don't remember. I think after this, they just have a hiding spot. Yeah, it is a little weird that it kind of suddenly becomes not a problem, but it's also really weird that none of them have a Digivolve card, because, like, Rookie, have you considered trying that? It'd be a bit broken. I mean, it is. But they still get those cards, and also against like the whole the whole theming of the show. Yeah, just it annoys me that those cards exist. Isn't that just how the card game works? Okay, it it annoys me that those cards exist. They must be pretty common, and yet no one has ever considered using one until they do. At which point, they all just work. But the, the, they use magic blue cards. They don't use Digivolve cards. No, they use Digivolve cards to get to uh, get to champion level, and then they use blue cards to go up higher than that. Do they? Yeah. Because I don't remember that ever happening. Oh, yeah. In the first episode with the Deva, Rookie's just like, hey, y'all should have one of these. And I'm like, why? Well, the I don't remember that, so it might be a sub thing. Maybe? We'll see if it comes up in the dub. Well, yeah, we'll see in a bit. I mean, like, I can imagine Rika giving them both cards, but like, my imagination can just manufacture memories. We'll find out when we get there. Anyway, uh, so I am inclined to say mm, semi-not filler, but it's definitely right on the line. Yeah, I would agree, but I would say uh, the it, it's not it's not filler, but it, it is close. Okay, we'll, we'll put it in not filler then, seeing as two of us have said not filler. We won't go into point fives just yet. Overall, it was just really funny and good. They were good minds. They were the champions. There was only one. The champion. Yeah, the Digimon didn't want to be a champion. Wanted to be a hero. Is there a Digimon called Champimon? I don't think I'm so. I'm glad that there's not. There, there should be. Digivolved Champimon. I could see that being an alternate name for Nanimon. Yeah, Nanimon would Digivolved Champimon. Mm-hmm. And be an ultimate. I, I don't think there's an Ultimon. There isn't a Megamon either. There is an Omegamon. Yeah, there's a Meg a Megamon. Oh, Megamon. <laughs>
Now it's time for Mono A Mono, where we speedrun comparing these episodes because May is getting hungry. So, my only comparison is that May is like the complete opposite of Rika. So she's like the anti-Rika. Except that she's braver than Brock, which is cool. Terriamon and Shroomish are the same colour, vaguely. Wait, who and Shroomish? Terriamon. Terriamon. Oh, okay. okay, yeah. You have to want it, but alright. They both have little hand nubs as well. Yeah. They both are angry. They are. That, and if there were subtitles, you know Shroomish would be cursing out pretty much everybody. Well, I wish the Pokemon did that more where they had subtitles of the Pokemon just being actually kind of sassy. Like, what's the one where, like, I think it's maybe like a short before a movie where Squirtle's like, maybe the humans are going to eat us or something along those lines, and then makes a really stupid face. I remember this a little bit, but yeah, that should just be every episode. They did subtitles for Island of the Giant Pokemon, and I don't think they've ever done it since. I think it was in a, some of the movie, like the the shorts before, like the first one of the first the three movies, like that I remember. I remember there being subtitles in that, but yeah, Island of the Giant Pokemon did have it. It's a good idea, and you should either do that or have Meowth translate more, which is also charming. Like I just love Team Rocket. Team Rocket and Co. Co. Being everyone else in the show. Jesse and Co. No, James is too good. They're both good. That's fair. We can't we can't be just Jesse and Co. When James, the Moltres type, is right there. And Meowth and Wobbuffet. Meowth, the also Moltres type. I could take a leave Wobbuffet. I enjoy Wobbuffet. Someone has to counter. <laughs> that was my counter. I said counter. Okay, Mon of the Week. I think it is close between Growlmon and Terriamon. Like, Growlmon was so sad. Growlmon was very sad. I'm going to say Growlmon. Yeah. I'm going to say Growlmon. I mean, I love Terriamon. Terriamon was very good, but Growlmon earned it. It's a Growlmon. It was a Growlmon episode, so Growlmon. Growlmon earned the Emmy. He's so frumpy. For lack of a word, frumpy is the word I'm going with. It works. Yeah. and grumpy. Yeah, he looks sad does. And he gets squished in so many places, and it's very funny. So, I'll, I'll put it down under Gilmon because it's, like, the same character. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, which I think we did for Terriamon before, anyway. So, um, as for Yumon of the week, I'm willing to give it to May this week, because I thought she was very good. Can I give it to Takato's mom? You, you can nominate her, for sure. I nominate Takato's mom. <laughs> I nominate Jury. Yeah, Jury's also good. But it's all women this week. Yeah, we've got three female characters all in the running, and I, I don't know how we decide. Well, I, I'll probably say Jury is more than Takata's mum. I just like Takata's mum for the one line she had. So it's between Jury and May. Now, May did do the thing. That's true. And, like, Brock was being a wuss, and May was the one that was unfazed and courageous. I was just like, I want to go towards the, the cool, scary thing. Yeah, but May's personality keeps on... Not being the same. But, like, she heard about the cool place and the adventure and she wanted to go towards it. And that's, like, actually in line with what she wants, I think. Maybe. But it's it's not consistent with what she's been like for the whole show. I know, I just don't like how they keep on changing her depending on how the writing wants to have her. She feels less of a character and more like... A plot device. A way, yeah, a plot device the script can just have there. Like, hey, let's go this way. I think her main motivation is sightseeing and not so much Pokemon. Because, like, she didn't really care about Pokemon stuff. But when she hears about Haunted Mansion, then she's interested. Because she's like, oh, this could be something cool. Mm. I know, I still think Jury's better. And then it's full of mushrooms. <laughs> I'll be quite disappointed. She's like, oh, it's not, it's not ghosts, it's just drugs. Well, yeah, it's just Pokemon who release hallucinogens. Anyway. It's just monsters, you know. 
those things that live everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I do kind of get now why she's not really interested in Pokemon. Yeah, I mean, it's like not being interested in, in cockfighting with animals. I still want the episode where she tells us why she's not interested. It's going to be something tragic, right? Like, uh, she was, like, attacked by Pokemon or something. Or maybe she just doesn't like them. Yeah, if they hadn't already introduced her parents, I'd say she was an orphan because a Spearow attacked them or something. Yeah, it's always Spearow. What assholes. <laughs> Spearow picked up my parents and flew away. Mm-hmm. Not Pharaoh. Spearow. Damn right. They're very swole. Hey, nearly killed Ash. Ash was vastly outnumbered, though. I'm fine with a pack of Spiro being the people who killed her parents. And then she's basically Ash, but if, if Ash were Batman. <laughs> so she's basically Batman. Yeah. Yeah, Spiro Man. I don't remember Batman's parents being killed by bats. <laughs> that being where he got his inspiration. <laughs> It'll make up for a much better story. My parents were killed by bats, so I took on their image to get my revenge. <laughs> now I hunt bats. Um, are we going with... Jury or May, then? Jury. I think I would go with Jury still. Okay. She only had, like, three lines, but... Yeah, but but she decided not to be a love interest, which is honestly progress for, for Digimon. I like when the girls exist for more reasons than just to be attractive and to be girls. Takata wasn't interested in her in, in that way anyway. It was just her misunderstanding that. Yeah, and she still, she still laid the ground. She was like, hey, listen here, boy. Also, Takato blushes most of the time she's around, so... that That's like kids' TV shows for this person likes you. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, later in the series, he's legit gonna ask her out. And then, you know, he's asking out the D-Reaper. While she's having a breakdown. Yeah, it was a real bad idea. <laughs> hey, I know your, uh, your best friend just died, and you've ha- you're having a bit of a moment, but do you wanna, do you wanna go out? Yeah. I was trying to turn it into a call me maybe joke, but uh, I, I feel like the ship may have sailed on that particular. Sail away, sail away, sail away. How about now? Enya's good. Can we move on? Because I, I do have to go soon. Yeah, but just know Enya's going to be the outro music now. We're giving it to Jerry, Jerry, whatever you want to call her. Jerry's out on that one. But now we just have the scores. Digimon. Um, so starting with Pokemon. That's video ratings. Yeah, I know. Just saying. Just saying. So, I gave Pokemon an 8. I'm gonna go with like a 6. It was fine. I think I gave it higher, but because it's been a while, I just found how un- like completely like forgettable this episode was. I'm gonna give it like a... I'd say 3, because you, because y'all gave it such like high ratings. I'm just gonna say like maybe a 4, but it was, it was originally like a 5 or a 6, but... It was fairly forgettable, so yeah, four for me. Yeah, I had to go back and rewatch it to remember anything except the title. Yeah, if I had time, I would have rewatched it, but I just couldn't remember anything. Like, I had to read over, like, vague synopsis points just to remember what happened. And it's not been that long. It's not been, like, a year or anything. It's been, like, three weeks. I mean, it just feels like a year with the current pandemic. Well, there is that. Okay, we're nearly done. So, ratings for Digimon. I also gave it an eight... Because I honestly just I, I couldn't decide between the two episodes. I thought they were both good. I'm also willing to say an eight. It was a good episode. Yeah, I'm gonna say an eight as well. I just it was nice to see an episode that wasn't fighting, which is surprising. It doesn't often happen happen in Digimon. Eights all round seems to be quite common with Tamers. Twenty four eighteen to Digimon this week. So overall, it is eight one to Digimon. I hope Pokemon never scores again because then it it just constantly rhymes one and mon. Yeah. Although I do want Pokemon to score because I want it to be good. 
So, I'm in a win-win situation at the moment. Next time, we'll be discussing the tenth episodes. We're already up to ten. Wow. You said a mouthful, and the Ice Mon cometh. Wow, this time Pokemon has a bad title, and Digimon has the pun. That's weird. Well, maybe Pokemon will win, because I remember this episode being creepy and kind of bad. We shall see. If you want to talk about today's episodes, you can reach us on Twitter, via email, and in the Moncast Discord, and you can support the show via Patreon to gain access to the Moncast Uncut. As always, a big thank you to our patrons for supporting our episodes, Chisai236, Nicholas, Keith, and Fletchy42. Massive thank you to Quinn and May for joining me as well. Where can the people find you? Lost in Translation Mon. Same. Yep, we are all over there. All the links will be in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening, and until next time, bye-bye. Bye. Bye. My Venus flytrap is coming out of hibernation, which is good. Yay. Because it's warm, it's getting warmer now, so I've got a very happy little thing growing little green sprouts coming out of it, and it's very happy with itself. Happy little trees. Men are from Mars and women are from flytraps. Or something. I know men are from Jupiter, that was it. No, I think (laughs) boys go to Jupiter to get more stupider. (laughs) It it rhymes, must be true. Uh Girls go to college to get more knowledge. I like that. Padaman says, thank you for listening to the Moncast. Bye-bye.